This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, nice. This is the besotted pride of Westland. Oh! Pride of Ooh, that was a proper Ooh as well. Pride of West London podcast. And uh, we're about two or three minutes into uh, injury time here. And Josh Clark just had a shot. Goalkeeper put it over the bar. It was Nico. Josh Clark, Nico, as we say. Just Nico had a shot. Excellent. Edge of the area just uh, put it over the bar. Uh, excellent save by the keeper. So we thought we might get one goal back. We're playing Barnsley today. 2-0 down at the moment now. Been a little oh, a bit of handball there. A bit of lacklustre by the bees, it has to be said. Um, you know, started off quite brightly. Oh, you know, it was all right. But then all of a sudden we gifted them a couple of goals again. And it seems that we still... The team out there seem to be still looking up at the Newcastle Stadium, looking up in the air thinking, ooh, look at this. This is a magnificent stadium, isn't it? And Barnsley have just come here and they've been very, very disciplined, been patient, they've been patient, waiting for their moment, and they've struck two times. And it's, it's, it's kind of all over. A bit, bit frustrating, to be quite honest with you. Um, just going to get your views on the game today. Great game. Two good teams. One of, them, one of them was awake, the other one wasn't, unfortunately. Which t- I mean, We obviously don't have to guess which one was not awake. Well, the Bees are not really awake, but they're, you know, they're, they're a very good team. But just obviously, think, as you said, I think they were overwhelmed by the uh, Newcastle trip. We say overwhelmed by the Newcastle trip. I mean, Barnsley have come down here today. They've, they haven't won in about six games of whatever. They haven't done particularly well. So uh, how come they've turned it around? Is that they've just uh, they had nothing to lose? Probably not, but if they'd lost 3-1 to uh, Newcastle last weekend, I think you'd have won this game 2-0. So, it's that sort of situation, I think. So, listen, we're, uh, we're still waiting for the final whistle here, or we're still waiting for Brentford to score two goals in a minute, and it, it just doesn't look like happen here. I'm um, not saying the Bees are terrible, but um, we're, 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 we're last couple of minutes, and they're, they're harrying away. I mean, we brought on Josh McEachran, He's come on into the midfield as well. And also, uh, I said, Josh Clark has looked livelier since Josh Clark has come to the pitch as well, like, you know, hasn't it? I mean, what are you saying? I'm saying this has been our worst performance of the season so oh. far. Um, it's actually been um, pretty uninspiring. Uh, Sawyers has not had a good game, was substituted uh, quite rightly. Um, but it, when, you, when you're t- taking off Sawyers and bringing on... We almost, they had just had a shot just there and bringing on Hoffman, it shows that you're pretty devoid of ideas. Uh, I have to say that uh, we play like that on Friday and it'll be a real disappointment. So uh, need to buck up ideas in the next uh, five days. And that was uh, the final whistle and it's 2-0 to Barnsley. Barnsley fans, very happy. Weren't expecting this at all. They thought we were going to beat them about 4 or 5-0 today. They're on a... 
See Jolly, they've come away from home. Fair play to them. They've actually looked decent. They played decent. Good side, you know. Good sort of kind of probably about a thousand fans here supporting their team. So I say fair enough to them. Listen today, wasn't the best today, was it? Shall I be polite? Yeah, be polite. Say whatever you want. It was terrible. I think that's the worst I've seen them play this season. It just didn't work. I mean, why why was it so terrible? I mean, what's been going on? We've got a Newcastle on a bit of a high. We didn't win. Derby, we should have won, but we didn't do. But we kind of seem to have got a little bit backwards this last sort of seven days, haven't we? The first goal was from an appalling header from Barbe across the goal. We just made some mistakes and we didn't seem to have it up front to convert. Combination, poor defending, lacklustre midfield and a poor Scotty Hogan not getting the service he deserves up the front. I mean, they say Scott Hogan didn't get the service he deserved, but he also he had a couple of chances and he could have put them in the back of the net and it didn't quite work for him today as well, though, didn't it? He did. Uh, I don't know what was happening. He was on a yellow card as well. There was a bit of something going on up the front. Perhaps that then made him step back a little bit. I don't know. It, whatever it was, that's not the result that I wanted to see today. So, game's over and uh, people are a little bit stunned, but shocked. I mean, 4,000 games, and we were hoping that our 4,000th game would go off a little bit better than this one, wouldn't we? Well, we were, but uh, we won in the races today, all over the pitch, really. I, I, it's hard to take many positives out of the game. Um, I think, you know, starting the game with the same team that finished at Derby might have been a, a slight mistake. Um, not that I've got anything against players like Saunders, but... The problem we've got is that, you know, is Saunders a player that you have at home against a game that we potentially think you can win? And I'm not sure he is. Um, but nothing against him personally. I, I think um, yeah, on the day, Barnsley seemed to want it more, a little bit more and uh, seemed to be a little bit more clinical and a bit more uh, crisp when they're closing down. But unfortunately, uh, you know, we didn't seem out the races today for whatever reason. And uh, it's not the best way to celebrate our fourth game, but... I've seen plenty of positives this season in games, you know, away at Brighton and things like that to, to think that we'll bounce back. But, you know, we've got two really tough West London derbies coming up now and hopefully we can uh, put a few things right during the week in training and, and go to QPR and, and do a little bit better than what we did last year. Well, that's the thing. I think that's what a lot of people are worried about. They thought as we're coming into this game, we were looking like we were ramping it up nicely for QPR, but... We seem to have buckled a little bit and the last thing we want to be doing is going against QBR and doing anything like we did or didn't do back in the last season. Well, I'd like to think that we'll be a little bit better than what we were last season, but the problem we've got is that we, the international break has seemed to stop us in our tracks. The last international break we've done really, really well coming back from. We, we had a good run of form. We seem to be entering a bit of a poor run of form at the moment. But I'm sure we've got the players and you know we've got the character... You know, personally, I bring Harley back in. You know, uh, in the London derbies, uh, just for his uh, sheer presence and being the captain and everything. But saying that, you know, I think going forward, you know, we need to be a little bit more clinical in the final third. We didn't seem to be crisp enough in the final third today. Uh, taking an extra touch, playing short corners when we probably should have put it into the box quicker. Um, all in all, it was a bit of a disappointing day, to be honest. Wicked. With Barnsley boy in the house, and I know we were chatting a bit, and you were just saying to you, I mean, congratulations for beating the Bees. A bit gutting, you know, our 4,000th game, and we could not shut up another win, right, you know. But you guys, you came down there, and you weren't actually really expecting very much, were you? No, but we support Barnsley, so we never do. Uh, it's just about the away day, innit? A bit of a piss with lads, and uh, just have a good time. But 
we we turned up today, we fought for every ball, didn't we? And just saying uh, there weren't a lot between two teams, but I just think we wanted it more. And when our two, not brilliant chances, but chances came, we took them and you guys didn't. I mean, I mean, you started off brilliantly and the fact is that you guys also you've done something that we, we've been in this division now three divisions now you've done something that we haven't you were actually top of the league for a time weren't you well yeah but we've been prem as well haven't we and big team do you know what I mean this is chicken feed to us coming Brentford away <laughs> so you're saying that you're bigger than the bees I think it goes without saying don't it? maybe not next year when you get your new ground but at the minute although you're just above us in the league aren't you I think but probably probably now we two are goals yeah. by yeah. two goals yeah, yeah so uh, no there's two very similar sides um Quality fans, we've had a good mix today, haven't we? It's been a good laugh, we've enjoyed it, good day out. That's good, that's good. Listen, Barnsley, I mean, at the end of the day, you guys came in here and you didn't think, you, you were thinking, let, let me just go above the, 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 the relegation line, but you're doing much better than that at the minute, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we, um, we started off well, then we've uh, dropped off a bit, but I think we're, hopefully we'll pick it up again, I think. I hope, anyway. I, I'm, I'm asking you as well, because I know you've been in this league a lot, but everyone keeps going on, the championships is a really tough league, you've got to be so good. Yeah. But have you looked around, you've played nearly a third of the matches now. How difficult is it really? Have you seen some put teams out there or what's the, what's the score? Yeah, there's some good teams. I think the um, the money difference is a big factor. Like You see like Newcastle coming down, where money they've got is ridiculous. Like, they, they, were, they were pretty good though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, end of the day, you can't compete with that. You've just got to kind of beat the teams around you, I think, and pick up points where you can. And I think... We've done it pretty well so far. So where's it, where's it going to go from here for Barnsley? What do you reckon? Um, honestly, this season I thought we'd consolidate, maybe mid-table, make a few more decent signings like we have been doing and like, hopefully push either this season if we can or next season for playoffs. You'd be happy for that, wouldn't you? Oh, very happy, yeah. Very happy. We're good. Right, no swear. OK, you can swear if you want to. I know you're absolutely... <laughs> Listen, it's really interesting tonight... Um, 4,000th game, and uh, again, somebody said to us, like, you know, it was a, like a flat pancake, absolutely gutted. Um, the team didn't perform, the fans didn't perform, but then they said that maybe the fans couldn't perform because the team didn't perform, or I don't know what it was, but it was all a bit flat today, wasn't it? It, it was very flat uh, throughout. I think, we, you know, we started okay, and I think if we'd got the first goal, we, we would have gone on to win that game, because Barnsley are okay, but they're not brilliant. Uh, but we were very, very poor today, and I think some of Dean Smith's decisions uh, were quite poor. Uh, I, Which ones in particular? In particular, not changing the team, because I know you... Oh, before the match, you mean? Yeah, you, you know, you're meant to keep a winning team and all of that, but we didn't win against Derby. You know, we, we drew, and I thought someone like Saunders should have been um, replaced, either by Josh Clark or... The person I think we were missing throughout the game was McLeod. McLeod uh, tracks back, he defends well, he's busy and he plays really good set pieces. And I think we missed that throughout the game. I mean, the, the whole, like, we talk about the fact that this game was really flat. Um, the second half we changed it up a little bit, we brought on Josh Clark and for a moment we looked like we might have got something out of the game, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, it, I, mean I, I was crying out for that change, but it didn't really work that well, you know, I mean, because I think the whole team was flat by then. I think Woods, uh, um, I mean, he sees a lot of the ball, but he still plays uh, a few too many poor passes. And I think, uh, you know, in, in sort of in proportion, he's probably no worse than anyone else because he sees the ball so often. But, you know, it's not just working for us. It didn't work today. You know, we weren't ticking over too well. And it, it, was, it was flat throughout. Flat throughout. 
listen, I mean, it's been hard to get Brentford fans actually to kind of vibe up anything about this game today because uh, it's all about pancake talk, all about being, being very flat, all about Brentford not having many ideas, all about us not having a spark and uh, even some fans have said it's probably one of the worst games that they've seen since we've come out of Division 1. Uh, I disagree. Um, and I'll tell you why I disagree. Um, because I actually think for the first 20, 25 minutes we were bright and lively and, and I've, I've been saying this ad nauseum and people are probably bored of listening to me saying it. We, you know, we need to score first. Um, if we'd have scored first today, I think we'd probably have gone on and, and, it, and things would have turned out all right. When we don't score first, we are... We, we, you know, we, we don't seem to know how to break these teams down and, and we lose the plot very, very quickly. And um, there used to be talk of, you know, uh, plan B is do plan A better. Well, today we tried plan B and we tried plan C and we probably went to plan D by the end and it didn't improve at all because I think by the end we'd lost completely lost focus. Um, the, the most bizarre moment for me was when uh, Josh McCracken came on in the second half um, and basically kind of left Smith in a position where... Where he, where ultimately he had to play Yanaris as a left as a left winger for the last ten or fifteen minutes, it, it's beyond me really why you would want to bring. If you're going to bring McCracken on, then take Woods off. There was a point where McCracken had the ball and he turned around and he had Woods standing next to him in literally the position he was in. So what was he going to do? Play a simple? It was just a complete waste of a play. So listen, what are you saying here? Are you saying obviously I, I, tactics? Did yeah, tactics. Dean Smith. Dean Smith lost the plot in the second half for me, and I and I say how I see it, and I, you know sometimes I think he's taken too much. Um, you know he's taken too much stick and stuff, but I I, I just think I think he also kind of dug himself a big grave at the beginning of the match by picking um, Saunders for a second game in succession and you know I know it's nice to reward players after a half decent performance but but you've almost kind of nailed your first substitute on whereas really you know you're trying to use your substitutions in a way that you know you can reflect and, and maybe you know do something to, 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 to sort of improve the outcome of the game but Saunders is always going to come off um, and it just seemed to me a bit like, that seemed like a bit of a waste to me as well it's interesting, a couple of points out there as well. I mean, it's really difficult because Sam Saunders is a, a big, big, big player for Brentford. When I say big player, he's been there all the way from, you know, pretty much from Division 2 almost, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, and to be honest, I'm not criticising Sam because Sam doesn't pick himself, you know? And, and there are games where Sam will come on and he'll do a job. And I, I, I kind of feel there are games where you're maybe, you know, one or two nil up and there's 15 minutes to go and you don't you want to stop giving the ball away. Um, you know, and, and, and I don't have a massive problem with, you know, I'm, I'm relatively happy with him being at the club and stuff, but, but I, I do think that it's taking it a bit extreme to expect to get, um, you know, to start him twice within, you know, within two games, especially as we didn't like, it's not like we thumped Derby three or four nil, it was nil nil. So that says to me we need to, we need to maybe be a little bit more, um, you know, we need to think about being adventurous, yeah. And, and to be honest, it also says to me, you know, how much faith has he got in McLeod if he's, if he's not going to pick McLeod today? Performance today, everyone's everyone's on a downer. Yeah, I, I, I feel that today there was some something quite appropriate about losing on your 4,000th game because it's very very similar to the 3,950 other games in our, in our history. But, um, you know, no, on a serious note, it, 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 was, it was a little bit disappointing, more than a little bit disappointing. Um, I thought Brentford, um, I thought the, the, the fans turned up. I thought it was 10,000 plus fans there today. I don't. I don't believe anyone told the players today was special because they. It was. A, it was really quite flat. 
Atmosphere was flat. Atmosphere was flat, but then again, atmosphere, Bill, we've been we've been banging on about this for a few weeks now. Atmosphere is flat, full stop. Not not flat, especially today. Um, I thought booing of Sawyer's getting subbed was a, not I wouldn't say out of order, but um, a little bit distasteful. I thought he tried. It's not it's not working for him. Booing him's not going to help. I think we kind of evolved from that. I think um, we need to support players. We're, we we showed today that we once again, you know, we're not a struggling championship team. We're you know we're, we're going to be up here for a few years unless you know barring some sort of disaster. We're going to have to nurture players, and we need to nurture Sawyer's. It's some it's something there. You know, we're not we're not quite seeing the full the full fucking um, the, the the full package yet, but. Whether it's this year or next year, he'll, he'll, he will he will learn from this. And booing him, I, I don't agree with. Josh McEachern came on, didn't really do anything either. Kai Kai again. He played quite quite an interesting through ball again. He's, he's always this yeah. interesting through ball oh, no, man, isn't he? He, he? He's a through ball merchant. He is capable of unlocking any defence, but he you know it's somewhat of a luxury. I think you. Um, we, we were looking for a proper game changer, not not a subtle threader through. We needed someone to come on with half an hour to go, 40 minutes to go, pick the game up by the scruff of the neck and take it to them. And now it's easier said than done. People people saying we need a Pritchard, um, we need a, we need a, um, we need a Canos, we need we need a, we need a, a Judge. We we do need all of those, but they're they're, they're 12 million pound players, so. You know, it's unlikely. You know, we, we need to stick with Woods, and we got to hope Sawyer's come through. You know, it, it, it might not be the season, and we, we just got to stick with them. I think. Uh, I agree with Matt. I caught the tail end of what he said. We don't really know what our best midfield is. I don't. Well, I don't think. I don't think the manager does, um, which is a little bit worrying. I, I, I think Woods. Um, Woods is clearly a very good player, and he has, he has to start. Obviously, we're we're without Maka for a few weeks now. Um, there's the, the signs there of concern that you know we're we're still if if um, if uh, Hogan's not Hogan looked frustrated today and wasn't getting any service when, when he did get a, when he did get a sniff he didn't he, you know he, he was played through close to the end and he, he hit it quite woefully wide he's not getting the service Hoffman coming on didn't didn't really get a chance either he, he wasn't up front he was he was more withdrawn from that. So yeah, frustrating overall. Um, Barnsley, they did a job on us. They deserve to win. Um, they'll be here next season as well. They're not. They're not going to go down. Um, a lot. A lot to be taken. There's a lot in common with us and them. I think we're 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 smaller clubs in this division. Barnsley, actually, they're you know I was I was told after the game by a Barnsley fan they're the most successful championship or second tier team of all time they spent more years in the second tier than any other team so they know that they know this division inside out and we're we're beginning to we're beginning to learn it ourselves we're, we're going nowhere bill we're, we're we're here we're here to stay frustrating today we need to up it we need to go to qpr next week we need to put a shift in we need to make up for last season to make up for last season this is the Besotted Bride of West London podcast you can check us out on Audio Boom if it's Besotted um, and you can also check us on iTunes and you can also check us in on TuneIn Radio as well we have an event coming up in two weeks time the Wednesday 
2nd of November. We have, if you could sign up, just go to the website, besotted.co.uk. You'll see a little pop-up come on, put your name and address on there, and it'll tell you. We've got Ida Anderson, we've got Terry Evans, we've got Marcus Gale. They're going to be down there. We're going to be chatting to them. They'll be chatting to the fans. We'll be putting a little Q&A. We'll be having a little question, a little conversation with them. We'll have a bit of music. We might have a bit of live music as well. It'll just be a nice evening for people to come down and have a little drink and a little social up. And then we've got another couple of events as well. So if you sign up, we'll give you that information, which will be absolutely TV tremendous, as we say. But decided.co.uk. Also, check out our videos. There'll be a video after this game, hopefully. Um, and uh, what we can say is um, majorly disappointed that we couldn't get a win against Barnsley. But it doesn't really matter because we always support our team, as we say. Come on, you bees! Um, Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.